Fourier and Mego, and we are joined now on the Harbor One Hotline by Andrew Raycroft of Nesson and WEI. He hosts Sunday Skate with Matt Kalman and Scott McLaughlin. Uh, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. First question, obviously the news coming out today, details of Bergeron's uh, deal here and also Krejci returning. I want to ask about David Krejci. Do you have any insight into when the discussions with him seriously coming back to Boston began and how those developed? I don't have any exact insight, exact info. They, they'd always left the door open. Um, I had not been a big believer in that a year ago when they did leave the door open. Uh, I, I assumed anyone going over to Europe and going home, that's probably it for them. And then you watch them play, especially when David Pasternak gets dropped down to the second line this season and that it is possible that he doesn't have to play with Bergeron and Marshawn. And then you see Krejci play with David at the World Championships. And the chemistry they had, Krejci hadn't lost a step even playing in Europe all season. His ability to, to move the puck and find each other over there, it, it became more of a possibility in my mind watching that World Championship and then it just felt like the wheels were in motion after that with all the, the Instagramming that David was doing uh, with Krejci. Razor, uh, how much did, the, I guess, the moving on from Bruce Cassidy play in any of this? I know everyone's just speculating, right? The band's kind of back together. Did it, do, you, do you tie the two together? I mean, you can do that. I think Bruce Cassidy dropped David down to the second line and allowed him to play with Hall and Hall. I think that that's a bit of a catalyst, but I, I think... It feels like David wasn't overly happy with the, with the lineup at all times when Bruce Cassidy was here. So it, it certainly makes it a lot easier if he doesn't have those feelings and it's a bit of a fresh start and he does know that he's going to play with David. I, I don't think there's any doubt that on opening night, it's David Krejci, David Pasternak, Taylor Hall. And, and we've gone over it years and years with the Krejci line mates and who he's had to carry along at different times in his career now those two guys are going to carry Krejci along. So I'm just looking at, you know, like Krejci's going to be, he's 36, Bergeron, what, 37. Is this just like just a Band-Aid type of uh, signings right here, or is this actually, you know, giving them an opportunity to win? Well, you could you could make that argument with Krejci. You can't make that argument with Patrice Bergeron. He, he won the Selkie again last year. He was the best two-way forward in the league. You look at the... I mean, I'm not a huge analytics guy, but if you, if you want to make the argument of just not only my love for Patrice Bergeron and what I know he is like and what I know what kind of a person and teammate and what he does, my eye test, but the analytics say he's basically worth $14 million um, and he's getting them for two and a half. So, so, so there's no question that Patrice Bergeron coming back makes your team better. Now, you could use Krejci going to Europe, but at the same time, listen, he, he's a really good hockey player. He's been understated, I think, throughout his career here. And, and I don't think he, he's a prideful guy. I don't think he's coming back here to go through the motions and, and not get 50, 60, 70 points as a second-line center. So I, this brings me to another star on the team uh, that you mentioned before and the chemistry that he has with David Krejci. That's uh, Pasternak. Uh, what do you do? You think that this has any impact on what their decision with Pasta and the negotiations of his contract going forward may be? 
I don't think so. I think David's in a position where he gets to go wherever he wants to go. Uh, he gets to make a decision on whether he wants to live in Boston for the next eight years or if, if he wants to go somewhere else. If he wants to live in Boston, he wants to be a Boston Bruin, they're going to make the money work. They're going to pay David whatever he needs to be paid. If if he has eyes somewhere else, then we're going to find that out here in the next 12 months. But but I don't think David's making the decision one way or the other whether Krejci's in the lineup or not. I'm, I'm pretty sure that David Krejci doesn't want to be Tom Brady and play till he's 45. <laughs> Razor, I'm just looking at it right now, and we were talking. Our producer Ryan was saying, you know, this bringing the band back together for a team that lost in the first round. And I, lo- I like the Krejci signing because it's a million bucks, right? And if he can't play, he's not the same player. It is what it is. But more importantly, Coyle's on that third line, probably where we should be with Smith and probably Zaka. You know, when Marshan comes back, Hall, Krejci, Pasta. You tell me. I mean, do you have do you, do you have three lines here? Like, is this a team that you think can do something, or is it just like you said, maybe putting a bandaid on it? No, you, this year there's no question. You you have a great lineup, and and, and listen, it's it, this is all of, this is all about and, and the coaching change. This is all about the Jake DeBrus, the Charlie Coyles, the Craig Smiths, the Brandon Carlos on this team. That that's where this team is at. We know what we're going to get from Marshawn Bergeron, Pasternak, Krejci, even for that matter, right? Like you just said, Lou, a million bucks. I, I mean, mm-hmm. he, that's the deal of the league getting that guy in a million bucks. He's going to be overperform that dollar figure. Charlie McAvoy on the back end. It's with those other guys. It, it, it's can they take another step? And I think the coaching change goes to some of that. You obviously know all about the DeBrusque and, and the Cassidy feud, quote unquote, that they, you know, yep. they weren't getting enough out of those guys. But those guys need to take the next step. And that's, that's where this Bruins team is. And if they get that from a new coach, and they get that in the new kind of system, however they're playing that, then they're going to be a better team. If not, then they're, they're still a playoff team. They got 107 points last season, um, but, but you feel like they might not be able to go on that run if they don't get that depth from those other players. Raise, that I'm t- next group. Yeah, I'm telling you, like you mentioned, the you know the Selkie Award winner, uh, Bergeron, and you know $14 million, that's probably where he should be. I mean, I know he's like a you know a team guy and you know loves the you know the experience here in Boston. But holy cow, what an <laughs> unbelievable you know pay team! That might be the deal. I We're just not feel crazy. like that's the deal. I, I just feel like that's got to be that's it's almost remarkable that like they he said yes to this. And I, I know he's a, I just don't get it. It's like, a good guy. I mean, I know, but and, but his, but his deal is incentive laden. I know there it's incentives like you know that he will earn. It'll be around five million dollars. But holy cow, like. What what do they have on him? <laughs> They've, he's left he's left a little bit on the table, huh? And, and you as think? pro athlete, and as former pro athlete, like I'm, I'm I would do anything to get an extra million bucks out of something right now. And the fact he's leaving it on the table is like ah, you want to shake him? Uh, well, one is one thing, me. ten is another, <laughs> eight's another. No, I know, and you back in the, what he's done the last five, six, seven years, and. Patrice is going to be around right, right at 100 million now, career earnings. So maybe he had that number in mind and it got to that point, then then that's good for him. But uh, no, it's it's a great point, and I think it goes to a lot of guys give that give it lip service, right? There's a lot of guys that do lip service. I'm going to take a little less for the team, but but there's no doubt in this situation right now that Patrice did that, and and I think it's it. I'm not sure it matters just this season, guys. I, I think it's more a matter of the legacy that Patrice wants to have 
and going to the Raptors only as a Bruin. I, I think there's a lot of that in play as well. And and listen, if the salary cap was ninety million, he'd probably get four or five million dollars more. But with what's happened in the NHL and COVID and everything else, if he wants to be, that's really kind of all they had left. Razor, you mentioned uh, last one. You maybe mentioned um, uh, pasta. You know, he gets to decide where he wants to live for the next eight. My concern is that he looks and says, "Okay, in two years, who's here?" You know, is Krejci gone? Is Bergeron gone? This is going to be beautiful. Little reunion this year, but in three years, do I want to be here? What do you think that deal is? What is the number for Pasternak? Well, you have Charlie McAvoy at nine and a half. So that's that's typically the Boston Bruins kind of have an internal cap on their top player, and I would think that that number's there. Now you see Jonathan Huberdeau, who. I would definitely make the argument that David Pasternak's more important to any team, does more for any of the teams that he plays on. Just signed for eight years, ten and a half million um, last week mm-hmm. in Calgary on the same kind of extension. So it, it's in that region, I would say. I think again, where the the world was the last three years, the salary cap only allows a few teams to be able to sign a Pasternak. The Bruins should be one of those teams, and I think that, again, that's what. On top of everything else, on top of David wanting to be here as a Boston Bruin, I think it does give him the inside because, again, there's not a lot of teams that can sign him for an eight-year, $84 million deal. So I would look at that more so than I would look at who he's going to play with over the next three years. In hockey, it's a lot harder to, whether he goes to L.A. or anywhere else, it's really hard to know who you're playing with you know, year to year. All right, Andrew Raycroft, thank you so much for joining us from Nesson and WEEI and Sunday Skate. Uh, we look forward to hopefully talking to you more once the NHL season gets started. Sounds great, gang. Have a good good afternoon. Stay cool. Yeah, yeah you too. Trying. We are trying. Although we're not bitching. No. Oh, nope. Well, no right? bitching allowed. No bitching about the I will bitch all I nope. want because I don't nope. have a pool or a beach house. Nope. Uh, but on the other side of this break, <laughs> we're going to take a break really quick. On the other side, I uh, want to get into a little bit of NBA talk because uh, Shams just came out with a new report regarding Kevin Durant, and he's doubling down on his trade request from the Nets, and it appears the Celtics are still possibly a front runner to make that trade happen. We'll do that in just a minute.